Welcome back, everyone, to Pixel Radio Commentary. I am Zach. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Carlo. And that you may have heard the sound of the washing machine Let's coming to the end of its cycle. That <laughs> mo- these microphones are as directional as they claim to be. Yo, so I take that noise out. No, based on the levels, I highly doubt it. I hope I would like to maintain some semblance of professionalism. Uh, <laughs> you some know, what? We are live in front of a studio audience. <laughs> yeah, we are live in Zach's basement. Is what's happening here. So not to Don't break. Don't tell the us we're in a basement with Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, we're we're cool. I'm cool. Uh, grassroots. That's what podcasts are all about. It's true. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for joining once again, guys. I guess we'll start with, uh, yeah, what's what's everyone playing these days? What's our, our big news? What's our work? Yeah. Oh, that, my God. That's what so I'm much playing work. right now. It's like, uh, it's summer. Uh, Dota Underlords, actually. Oh, fun. A lot of, that, right. a lot of the auto chess stuff. Uh, that's actually been pretty fun. They've Valve, Valve has gone, you know, in a pretty good way with it. And I, now I'm morally opposed to ever associating with Riot, so uh, that's the thing. That's uh, very far from a hot take, gotta say. Yeah. They're, yeah, man. It is amazing. I guess it's not amazing. It's not amazing in the slightest how fast things have turned against Riot. But, like, I, okay, so, like, it's all the people. It's all. not amazing. They, it's not even they, the least they bit They deserved amazing. what so, like, they get. All the people I see playing it publicly are playing, like, was it Team Fight Tactics or whatever bullshit it is? <laughs> And I'm just like I'm just like oh man, I don't want to judge you, but I am. But you know. But I do want to judge you very much. It's just it hurts me a little bit that I do. I feel like that's what's really being said here. You know, it's I don't like, want to be judgmental, but if there's anyone I'm going to judge, eh. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, in fairness, I mean, yeah, I like I have been doing the 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 same indie game thing of just like little throwaway things and barely playing for more than an hour at a time because that's all I've had time to do with work. It's been yep. great. It, summer's been busy traveling a lot and uh, at least all the travel means I get to play a lot of Fire Emblem. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, get Fire three Emblem houses Three going. Houses, uh, the best Harry Potter game to come out <laughs> in the past decade. Uh, out now. Uh, live out your JRPG dreams. And then watch as your best friends die. Well, only if you play on uh, Classic. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're... If, okay, I don't want to say if you're <laughs> a Fire Emblem fan, but, like, if you're playing the proper way. Yeah, the, there are there are clearly... There's only one correct way to play games. You have to make sure it's on the hardest mode. Man, there are some <laughs> opinions about Fire Emblem well, like, and okay, that, like, that I guess we should probably talk like about. Easy <laughs> mode, like, the easy mode is... Act, or not, like, yeah, normal mode is actually pretty easy. Like, you yeah. can grind. Hard mode, you can't grind. It's like... It's like it, there's a, it's a bit of a throwback. Um, it's it's kind of, yeah. You, you know, it's it, there's a wide array of difficulty options for people. People can enjoy the game the way they want to play. Yeah, no, and and we, I am a hundred percent. I mean, and if you choose any house other than Black Eagles, you're wrong. <laughs> no, but I'm, I mean, we've talked about this a lot before about how it is our. Was thoughts. that the hot take? No, that's not actually not a hot take. The internet okay. agrees with. No, so there, there's like this, like there's like a you can connect to the internet in the game, right? And it actually shows you like the top units that are being played on that level, 
And for, like, the entirety of, like, the first part of the storyline, it's, like, all the Black <laughs> Eagle's house. Like, one through eight. It's, like, all eight of them. That's Like, funny. nobody else is more popular than those people. I mean, Black Eagle does sound cool. It has, yeah. like... It, it's, it's the okay, Raven cause, cause, like, right? Because, like... I've, I've heard that... So, are the Black Eagles the ones that are pseudo-fascist? Uh, well... That would be the Slytherins, actually. No, that, al- that also might... Th- that, that also might just be the church. Well, okay, because <laughs> like no, the church kind of no, does this I, thing. I, I believe you. I I have not played the game yet, but yes. to go back a bit and in, in a, the debate about the normal hardcore or classic mode, whatever you want to call it, we are firm believers here in you should be able to play the way you damn well want to play. I make jokes about like it is not right or whatever, or permadeath is better story. I don't give a shit. Play the way you want to play. Whatever makes you happy in these games man yeah if, if you if, if you have more fun doing it fucking do it you know what would make me truly happy if we as a society could stop having to have this conversation yeah man it is there are ah why do we keep going into this please let's stop huh on the subject of things that we should probably stop having a conversation about uh twitch no, no, man. Oh, oh i <laughs> thought you were gonna go into the other topic oh boy I, that twitch. one i'm more tired about but yeah i'll sum it up Video games do not cause violence. Let's talk about Twitch now. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk I about mean, streaming. Let's on, talk like, about the game content world. All the JRPGs I'm playing in, I'm going to kill God. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, like, that's, a, that's what JRPGs have taught me gonna over Going to go full Nietzsche. Yeah, I, uh, like, I got I to gotta go find Sephiroth. <laughs> like, I, I got shit to do. So for our dad viewers, here is the dad summary. Twitch is a online platform, kind of like YouTube, where people who play video games... Uh, can share their gaming uh, with anyone else in the entire world. We call this game streaming. It's where the Fortnite exists. It's where the Fortnite exists. Yep. That's exactly right. Um, and, and now the Minecraft seem to be the coming Robloxes. back there. And the Robloxes. Yeah. Yes. Well. <laughs> and the whatever. Whatever's the game of the day. The Apex when we were obsessed with that. The Call of Duty when that drops in a couple of months. Yeah. Sea of That's... Thieves is having a bit of a moment right now. Little no Man's Sky is hype. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, you know, I don't. Point being, that we wanted to talk about... If, if you want to watch a person, a personality, it's very often very personality-based. You like someone's comedy, or you think that they're interesting, or you think the way that they play the game is compelling. Yeah, the best so way you I've, go to watch someone, a personality, play a game. The best I, way I've heard it described is a lot of the gaming Twitch channels, YouTubes, what have you, they're like car talk is the kind of thing where you don't listen to car talk because you give a shit about the cars you do it because the personalities are fun to you they have good chemistry and, and you're kind of interested in cars yeah, or it's you're the, or you're like yeah you're really or you're really, really into the into game the cars. you're like the car you're yeah. like a professional wrestling fan in 2019 like that exactly. that type of like level of dedication and, and i think that's a really that's the most accurate way to describe why like why a lot of people tune into this kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so the big news recently was that the biggest streamer ever, uh, Ninja. Supposedly he was making $300,000 a day. I believe that. <laughs> that seems about right. Uh, he's the one with the blue hair. Yeah, that's that's a thing you learn very quick. Is all and these, the Red these folks Bull, have, the Red Bull refrigerator behind him. All these folks plays. have interesting hair. Uh, there's man, I feel old saying that. I feel really you, old. You should feel old. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a cult of personality. Oh, Ninja, he's the one with blue hair. It's like a brand thing. It's a recognizability thing. That's a word. I definitely didn't just make that up. Yeah. Recognizability? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe recognition is what I meant to say there. I don't know. So the news uh, happened recently where he 
uh, was leaving Twitch for Mixer, which is the Microsoft-owned streaming platform. Uh, and boy, we wonder how much he got paid for that, because that's a big, big move for Mixer. Uh, and, you know, what that sort of inspired for us was a conversation about kind of platforms as a whole and what platforms mean to gaming communities and how these kind of platforms grow with their gaming community and all these things about that landscape that are... You know, I think he was making $30,000 a day. $300,000 a day just seems ridiculous. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah. But we'll come back we, to this. What are you talking about? The <laughs> fact that we have facts on this podcast? We occasionally have Do a we? fact. Nah. I, so the important thing to take note of here, the way that people make money on Twitch, back to the dad segment, is people can uh, subscribe where you pay a certain amount of money per month and then you don't have to watch ads and usually you get shout outs from the streamer. Um, and you can donate bits, which is you a bit is like five cents or something yeah. like that yeah it's like it, it, it i think it, i think it actually co- correlates to like one penny for like one bit or something right i thought maybe? it was slightly more was but it, anyway maybe maybe yeah it, it's a it's one, a small amount yeah. that people can choose to donate to yes. a streamer that and then they of course twitch gets a cut so a very popular streamer who has tens to hundreds of thousands of subscribers and regular viewers and donators who's making thirty thousand dollars a day on twitch donations is creating a significant amount of revenue for twitch which is owned by amazon Amazon. so the news that somebody like ninja is going to a different platform is a pretty serious blow and and yeah so like twitch typically has this thing where they call them like the twitch partner so these are uh particularly streamers that they you know kind of bring up to the surface like people that they know are popular are willing to bring them out to like different conventions such as PAX uh, Twitch has their own convention called TwitchCon and it's like it's these are like the people that they kind of market and kind of say hey here here's like you know the streamers right like these are like the top streamers like your your shrouds your uh, your ninjas yep. uh, they all have weird names like that yeah and, and it is definitely a it is an interesting thing to watch that landscape happen, right? Like Right. And I so that gets us into the reason that Twitch is really outside of Ninja leaving, why Twitch has sort of been trending lately is because people are kind of pissed off about the way that Twitch has been treating its core audience. So we we've talked about Twitch as a place to watch gamers and that's the way that twitch was originally founded as a way to go watch people play video games but in a couple recent years twitch has launched some other channels where it's like twitch uh like uh it's it's uh it's like ca- not casual uh, like lifestyle or li- something lifestyle lifestyle um there's also and like, then like, there's just, just like hanging out just chatting yeah. yeah just chatting i think is one yeah um, so eating. and yeah mukbang, so which is which are so mukbang is uh for context on that that's a what? watch people eat that is but that's oh, not, no, oh, but that's uh, not oh, an official thing. I that's, don't think. That's, no, no, no. A, that's a Korean term for it, right? Yeah. Yep. And again, it's like that's why it's like big in Korea or something, right? Huge. Anyway, again, this is these are official ways of watching Twitch. There's you can watch somebody gaming. You can watch. You can go to a just chatting channel. And the third thing that you said that I've already forgotten. Eating? No. No. It's def- <laughs> no eating is definitely there. I'm ninety percent sure. I don't know. Well. Uh, like, like no facts. Someone look it up. Um, lifestyle. Was lifestyle. We do not yeah. believe in facts. Anyhow. Um, and a lot of the core fan base of Twitch is very unhappy with this because ASMR. They see um this place where they could go and 
experience this thing they're passionate about gaming with other people who are passionate about gamers being inundated with a bunch of people who are doing something completely different which you know normally that wouldn't be a big deal but the problem is it's splitting up the fan base so a fan base that used to be supporting independent content creators game streamers are now going and supporting i'm don't really like the way i'm going to phrase this sorry basically cam whoring people who will do jumping jacks without a bra for bits or something like that. And there's this idea that it's really not what it was born to be, meant to be, created to be. And there's an extreme amount of outrage yeah, about like, this. And, what, and here's the thing. Like, some of the out, that outrage, right, is, you know, let's, I mean, let's, somewhat, maybe perhaps reasonable, right? Because, again, the core audience thing. But then again... It, a lot also, of it is misogyny. Let's yeah, be real here. It teeters, it teeters between the two real easily. Because, like, yeah. right, like, there are people, there are definitely people that are like, you shouldn't be on Twitch because, you know, I don't believe you're actually a gamer, which is, like, again, some, like, crazy form of gatekeeping, right? Yeah, and there is a very unfortunate amount of it. I mean, we know it's going to happen at this point, but it's now, you know, the, the derogatory term has been titty streamer. Yeah. And that's like, it's just any woman who streams on Twitch is now a titty streamer to Which a lot of people. Which is so, such a horrible thing it's for the women who want, who are talented gamers and just want to play games where there's this expectation that women on Twitch are going to do that kind of thing. And like, it's such a disservice to every single woman who wants to be a gamer. Where they have they're they're compared to these women who are doing these other things and it's like this isn't me trying to shame people who are using whatever assets and choices they have to make a living this is me saying those people being on a gaming platform hurt female gamers hmm yeah i i it's a thing where i feel like i'm not sure what my opinion is it's, on it, it in it's a lot like, of ways it's like yeah it's like yeah it's like one hand yeah i agree on the other hand it's like it's like Twitch has become that platform, and very clearly, Twitch has changed the platform and taken a direction. The company has taken a direction to clearly support this this new type of. Streaming. And clearly, this is where a great deal of money because, is. Because no, because you make fucking shit tons of money. Because like, there are people that will like donate a lot of money. Well, for this shit, the thing that I. I've been really interested in... I mean, this even happens on the gaming side, too. Like, it's not just the thing of, like, oh, the stuff that isn't gaming, but even on the gaming side, it's this... This thing has happened on all of the major platforms, I would say. Like, it's happened on YouTube, although YouTube has had its own problems with its gaming culture becoming a font of radicalization. Let's put it like that. I mean, it's YouTube. Um, yeah. I, I Just mean, read the comments. YouTube algorithms also are the basically scum of modern political discourse. Let's put it like that. Uh, the thing that I'm interested in, though, is just how much so many of these platforms and so many of these things that have communities that build up around around the platform to some degree and how those fragment ultimately and then they dissipate and then each group kind of ends up resenting each other and you know then it becomes just this whole fight about who is the soul of this platform in these communities that have grown up around them i mean we saw that happen with youtube to a really strong degree we we're seeing that i think happen now with twitch and it's that's been what i've i've been really interested to watch is the birth and 
certainly not death, but fragmentation of these platforms, I would say. I think it's a really interesting um, conversation about sort of revenue versus purity. Yeah. Where like Twitch at its purest was a place to watch people play games. But clearly that is not the most revenue producing thing for Amazon. And here we are. Well, also or it's... like Reddit is an example where it sure. used to be just one non-curated page where everything was dumped together. And then in I, and I uh, a goal of making more revenue and making it more available, they introduced subreddits, which was at the time a very controversial decision. Um, and then again, this is how they're going to make revenue. So revenue versus purity where do you draw the line who gets to make those decisions obviously it's not the fan base or we would never change anything ever yeah, yeah but, but but and in, in, but even to that degree right like there are the benefits to having that change sometimes right because like a a stagnant platform even if it, if it maintains its purity right has to change at some point yeah. or else it will most most likely eventually die. Yeah. There are like and a couple of, there are like some exceptions here and there, right? Yeah. And you know what I think is a, another really good example of all things is Tinder. Sure. <laughs> where at first it was just this nice simple thing where you swipe left and right and that's it. But then it gets popular. You have to pay for your server space. What do you do? You make changes so that you can make revenue. So purity versus maybe even existence. Like yeah. you can't exist as a popular platform if you are not able to pay for it. Well, it's not even just that. Well, it's, it's, the, it's like the growth factor. Well, that's exactly right? what it is. I mean, if you're a company in the in a, uh, I, I guess this is a controversial statement, although it shouldn't be, in a late-stage capitalist society, the thing that will happen is you have to grow, and you have to grow at a rate that's fast or people won't spend money on you if you're not growing you're dying and what that means is that you know all these companies are incentivized to make these decisions that are you know in some ways self-cannibalistic uh right and uh, how like they have to you have to be able to pay for your goddamn servers yeah and and it's the, the what you're talking about about the growth mindset mm. is is very much i think where we kind of come like like it's that it i mean you see yeah this... yeah i mean you see it with a lot of with like pretty much any business right like yeah and having having to maintain the revenue having to maintain growth especially for public companies and shareholders and all that jazz right but, yeah if and, and, bec- and amazon is very very aggressive about not necessarily making a profit but making revenue um and there's no way that once amazon acquired twitch that they weren't going to take advantage of every single thing they could do to bring money in that they could then of course yeah. continue to spend and, and in some ways fragmentation can be really good i mean like i'll like for example let's use subreddits as an example that can be really good for helping people to find their community and it's in some ways similar for twitch too like bringing in this new group of people and you find some things that it's like oh my god, there's an entire group of people that like this thing that I like. I had no idea. That's so cool. I feel like I have a group. Like, that's a really good thing. But what... Wh- the I- problem is when when streamlining comes at the cost of experience, I guess. Yeah, and, like- and the, the cost... I, it's not necessarily the cost of your audience because your audience is growing, but I, I do understand why people feel betrayed when that fragmentation happens. Yeah, and like I, there's a couple of people that I really like to watch regularly on Twitch, and sometimes when I go on there and I see the things that are recommended to me, I'm just like, are you kidding? Yeah. And then I think that also... So, 
I, no, go ahead. I, I this is kind of a tangent, but like, so that's why I kind of want to let you finish your point. Well, I was just I was actually going to change topics to um, how this also another interesting aspect of Twitch is how much of it is a cult of personality and how much. Uh, so, ninja leaving has yep. made things explode. So perhaps on that note, like yeah, like Ninja has left, right? He is probably arguably one of the most pop or arguably the most popular streamer. Um, I don't really think you can make an argument. When it yeah, com- when, yeah, when it comes to he, when it comes to games is. and stuff, right? Like he is clearly the most popular streamer. He's like you know he's been on like cameras with Drake. He's he's considered a celebrity at this point. Um, how much of him moving? Is, he was on the front page of ESPN. Yeah, you know, yeah. E- well, ESPN can suck it because they can't hold the Apex Legends <laughs> tournament uh, showing that. So fuck you guys. Yeah, that was um, well anyway. But uh, how much of Ninja moving over to Mixer, right? I think is the platform. Yep. yep. Uh, Microsoft's Mixer. How much of that is a statement and how much of it is fucking Microsoft Money. dropping boatloads of cash? Backing a dump truck full of cash and up like, to his house and saying here you go and a like, swimming yeah. pool of hundred dollar bills <laughs> like yeah multiple suitcases but like yeah like it's because I mean, if you look at something else in the gaming sphere right in that sort of same competition is you have the epic game store buying out games from steam yeah specifically steam which is like crazy but it but like yeah so like is this is this like is, is ninja really an indicator of Twitch as a platform, or is this an indicator well, of somebody seeing an opportunity in the market? I think it's criticism? definitely a little bit of both because he has been very openly critical of a lot of decisions that Twitch has made, especially in the last couple of months, um, for very, very, very good reasons, like things that hurt him as uh, as a streamer, where they started promoting other people's channels on his channel when he wasn't streaming without his permission or consent. And then one of those channels they suggested was streaming porn. So every single kid who went on to Ninja's channel saw porn on his channel. So, like, they have just relentlessly sort of jerked him around. And a lot of people see it as punishment for him speaking out against their decisions. And if I was given a swimming pool full of $100 bills to say fuck you to this company that's been kind of jerking me around, God knows I would happily take it. I think some of it... It, what we're talking about with like the Steam store, the Epic store, I, for some reason, I was really reminded of something, some of the stuff that's been happening around the different like streaming services, like Netflix and all of that as well. Where like the Disney breakup, it, the, with the Disney one, the things where HBO is now sort of fragmenting a little bit. Every network is putting out its own streaming it's things. Like, it's and like it's we like, have cable packages. Yeah, again. we've invented cable. Like that's Shit. what's happening. We did this to get away from cable, and they're like. Well, we're going back to it because we can make more money off of it. My solution is just to not watch anything yeah. except Twitch, and now maybe that's ruined too. What? Yeah, have you seen? I mean, this is why, man. I'm suddenly like being more aggressive about. I need physical media because then this you can't why, take it from me. That's why I watch anime. <laughs> it's all on Crunchyroll. Basically, well, yeah, like in the country even has that other. Okay, we we are not sponsored by Crunchyroll. No, but we, we would like to be. But we would like hey, to give be. A, give me a call, please. Like, yeah, they have that other platform, VRV, where it's like yes. high dive and Crunchyroll. Oh my god, all the K on. Yeah, I mean it's weeb. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing a My Hero Academia shirt right now. I would be wearing a My Hero Academia shirt if I had one. Yeah, I, I, it's it's so interesting. I feel like. The fact that all of these things are happening at once is such a, like, 
it's weird. It's weird that all these things are not breaking up, but whether it's competition being added or just these things of people, you know, buying their way into the competition very directly, like the Epic Store or, you know, some would say Mixer has done. We obviously don't know the terms of this, but, you know, that uh, buying your way into that competition. It's really interesting to watch that happen across so many different things. And I mean, it's come to the ease of people realizing how easy it is to kind of stand up a service like this now. Like, yeah. I mean, there are big companies that are all trying to get a piece of the different pies, right? Like, you know, like at the very core, right? It's just how do you deliver entertainment to people, especially now that we're we're at the point where video streaming is pretty, pretty it's easy. cheap and easy. It's cheap. It's like people have enough speed to handle it. it. Even in the more remote places of the United States or even just like around the world. Web hosting is cheap and easy. By Amazon. <laughs> and Microsoft. Yeah. Azure is... Mostly Amazon. That's actually not that true well, anymore. Anyway, that's not either here nor there. I <laughs> like having a good stock price. Um, <laughs> and uh, one other thing that I wanted to, to touch on while we're talking about uh, the acquisition thing is we've talked a lot about esports in the past. And one thing that is a very strange thing about uh, uh, outside sports is that people are bought and sold for teams and yep. this is the first time as far as i know that a person has been purchased for video game purposes so yeah. that's a pretty I mean, compelling I mean, yeah. argument I mean, for the legitimacy of esports and games i mean as you, you do have like team transfers in like actual professional and like buying out of contracts and overwatch and stuff it's but like not not to this degree and this amount right and not not to the fact that ninjas like Again, like headlining ESPN, like so. I, I think that yeah, there's some legitimacy to it. Yeah, and but it's but it's but streaming isn't a sport. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's not, but it's like one. No, but because in think a big way, I, especially I'm, when you're playing something like Fortnite, where you can kind of go in just as one dude, like you're a team of one. I'm I'm actually kind of with Evelyn here because I think part of the reason that the ninja thing and all of this has blown up is because it's drama. It's like, it's a dramatic thing that people are just You like, are so freaking correct. There, are, there is so line. much drama and story around sports yeah. acquisitions, and there's never been something in gaming that's had that I mean, specific yeah, like, brand of drama. Like, that's why this is so like tasty. 90% you are... Ninety like percent of ESPN isn't about sports, anyways. It's oh about, no, it's about creating it's about a like narrative. Antonio Brown's Brown's frozen feet. Yeah, no one gives a shit about the actual sport. Well, okay, okay. you know what I mean. People like yeah, people like care baseball? about the narrative. Who cares? Pe- people care about the story around the sport, and that's really what's happening. It's the narrative. I, I think you know certainly if it, Ninja leaving is not a nothing deal, but the fact that it is it's a gigantic deal because it's drama it's the fact that it's like ooh he's talking shit what's he going to say next or what's twitch going to do next it's like it's a story. what half ass apology are they going to make next yeah for putting porn on his chain like it's a whole it is drama and we're yeah we're like we're playing into that by talking about that i guess are, are but- you telling me that all of this like twitch competition this e- like sort of esports drama is all being run by Vince McMahon and the WWE. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean, though. But like, maybe. Th- it, <laughs> but probably not. It is... Our election might have. No. Uh, Let's I mean, not talk about that. That's going to make me sad. <laughs> you, I mean, it is a thing where I... The fact that Ninja has left Twitch, for example, has caused 
Twitch viewership to skyrocket. Because, I mean, it is just, like, it's this drama thing of, like, like oh, I'm going to go on to see what the hell's going whatever on. Whatever not, like... Well, this is sort of yeah. the opposite of the Streisand effect. Any publicity is good publicity. Well, but it's, it, or it's, it's like, a weird... It's, like, not like the, oh, I don't want anyone to know about this, so therefore people are flocking to it. It's just, like, yeah, it's, like, it's in the news. People are curious about it, right? And it, it's one of those, like, weird feedback systems where now more people than ever are watching twitch because like they want to see you know what the hell is going on but you know this is actually a very interesting aspect of what microsoft did here because while it's definitely driving a lot of traffic to twitch where so many people are talking about this it's also probably driving 150 percent more traffic to mixer than mixer has ever seen oh, before for sure because like Probably outside of people like me who physically work for Microsoft, probably 14 people have ever heard of Mixer. I know, they and had a pretty big now, packs. And now <laughs> it is all over every single, like, like friggin' ESPN. Yeah. Everyone is seeing Ninja moves to Mixer. Dude, people <laughs> love a good cat fight. And even if you're not really interested in anything on Mixer, you're still going to be like, well, I got to check this shit out because things could go like things are getting real here. And, it's and that's like, exactly what I've been thinking this whole damn time. All week I've been too busy to download Mixer, but God damn it, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I wonder if this is sort of an inevitability with all of our platforms. I wonder if just like these things getting more dramatic. I mean, that's what happened to YouTube. Their algorithm, you know, directly prom- it because, and, you know, they'll deny this, of course. Please do not sue me, YouTube. I don't know this. This is just the... Speculation. This is speculation, but the, the speculation has, and, you know, numbers of articles and data has been shown to suggest that their algorithm is based on number of time watching videos, and that pushes down pe- pushes people down rabbit holes of extremism. And it's yeah, like, like I mean, like it, all the videos I watch on YouTube now, I just get like tons and tons of like Japanese voice actor actor radio shows. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of creepy. Yeah, well, I mean, one it's, thing that's very interesting about all this though is that we're kind of talking like Twitch kind of has competition now, right? And for years and years and years, we've been talking about how there isn't any competition for YouTube. YouTube is a, a monolith of its own. It, mm-hmm. Like, you can't even point at anything and say, hey, they might compete with YouTube. There's nothing. Daily but Motion? For, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, Vimeo! <laughs> but for Twitch, we actually have a couple of things that are, I mean, they're not even like a tier lower. They're a dozen tiers lower. But YouTube Gaming and Mixer yeah. are both actual real competition so Twitch actually has something to worry about, and like YouTube, who can make everyone furious all the time with every single decision that they make, and yet we're all still here using YouTube because yeah. there's nothing else. But yeah, but like then, like the real question then comes: like, does this now? Are you? Are we now going to be pushing, you know, these larger competitions off of Twitch or right? Because like there are a lot of now. There not only are there a lot of like people like streaming on twitch for like you know video game purposes but there are people that are using twitch as like a secondary platform like football shows up on twitch now Mm -hmm. right uh so it's like the people that like yeah if people that don't have cable and want to watch thursday night football chances are they're going to end up on twitch yeah i I think it's thursday still thursday night i don't know if that's like a thing now i'm really curious about like what would what would break youtube's hold on gaming because uh 
what? Why? I, I, like, what? What would be? Like, in, I mean, I guess, I guess, but like the reason well, they like, have what, a, they, I, what, what I was thinking was what would like the only thing would be like oh PewDiePie leaving YouTube for something else, but but like, like the reason they have that, that hold on gaming is only because like they, they're the only real video content platform out there. Yeah, it's like it's it's more of a necessity than it is right because like you look at the YouTube gaming ecosphere and that's just like it, I mean yeah it's 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 like competition but it's like it's way less competition than Mixer is at this point. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, uh, sure, you could have Stadia and all your fun jump in with the streamer stuff, but like, there are so many people that like, like, okay, like I'm on Twitch and then I'm restreaming to YouTube and I'm streaming on Facebook Live and I'm streaming on like you know all these different platforms at the same time. So I guess the next question I have is: Do we need? Does gaming need competition for YouTube? I think it does. I think, you know... I mean, I think we need competition for YouTube, period. Uh, you're not wrong about that. But, I mean, f- for gaming specifically, like, because I was thinking about, you know, we... I think gaming does need something other than YouTube for on-demand gaming content. You know, what... I, I, I'm certainly tired of, if I watch a gaming video on YouTube, being sent, like, being the recommended videos of that, just being like... Oh, this is a bunch of horrible shit, isn't it? Oh, well, like, like like Ben Shapiro destroys X <sighs> Y Z. God, <laughs> like I don't know how that shows up on every single person's recommended. Listen, I watch enough Lindsay Ellis at this point and H Bomber guy and stuff like that that they I think YouTube knows better. But even but so, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's the problem. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, yeah, I, like you get those like weird ass recommended videos and stuff. But yeah, it's like like they're. There needs there obviously is like some need for a platform for content creation, right? And obviously there's something that in a sense that could be focused for video games. But I think as we've seen with Twitch, right? Like is is that it's calling out for that competition only going to end up in this same situation? That will history repeat itself essentially and you like this supposed new gaming platform that's supposed to be competition like for gamers by gamers like blah 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 like just eventually be corrupted by the system uh word that's capitalism yeah <laughs> i mean i mean like, i'm yeah, not yeah, even I mean, a socialist but no, yeah <laughs> I, no i mean i mean you, yeah you you could you could sit to some degree say no, that and say that but like like you know part of that whole like late stage capitalism and stuff is also that sort of like societal bent yeah well it's because like we as society are willing to interact yeah the responsibility falls on us as consumers as well like we are like yeah i guess i guess the question then comes is like what what could we do i guess in a sense right like what could the everyday person Hmm. potentially do to kind of like encourage better content creation encourage more original content right because like to some degree like you're just kind of here like like you have things like twitch chat and things like that like very lowbrow content but like what is what are we like we obviously you know have passion for games we have passion for you know these different streaming platforms there's there's obviously entertainment there right there's like amazingly great moments that you have like i mean think about back to um like twitch plays pokemon and that yeah bloody phenomenon that was awesome that, that was, was a that was a more innocent time that was <laughs> yeah. still no, one but, of the but, greatest things the internet has ever done agree but basically Man, is there is there ways for us to kind of you know engage with these different platforms to kind of encourage more of that content right like is it is it is it the platform's fault is it the way things that we upload right is it like i mean obviously the algorithms play such a huge part in it 
Um, advertisers play a huge part in it and things like that. But I feel like there ha- there has to be something we can do. Yeah, right? I mean, that, to kind of in- to kind of like push this f- further down the line. Yeah, I mean, it it uh, the only thing I can think of, which is so not a solution, is just like, hey, if you want better content support the better content but that's so not a solution and that's like patreon yeah i mean it's just like this is this is the the issue of the internet i feel like this is where what everyone is sort of struggling with as we deal with a internetified society is how how do you support like how do you tell these behemoths hey do better while also wanting to interact with the things you interact with like how do you do that and because i i like watching the stuff i like watching on youtube you know i like it's such a difficult question to ask of like how do you how do you do better and this is a thing that we're like how do you even discover better like because better content exists out there but the thing that's so hard about all of these things is like, look, discovery of any of these, I mean, d- discovery of podcasts, discovery of YouTube channels, discovery of Twitch streamers is hard. If it's, hard not- it's hard to find the new stuff. It's hard to find the stuff that isn't immediately popular, right? Yeah, um, it's, it's deliberately like, it's like, difficult. Yeah, and, and it's like to some degree, right? It's like better is almost it's not almost it like completely is a subjective term right yeah it, it comes really down to what you potentially want to engage with right and like it, it's definitely not a case of oh like you know build it and people will come right if it's uh, like good enough. yeah it's 100%. Like definitely that's definitely not the case it hasn't been the case for a long time um like there there is a system in place and sometimes the ships are tracked sacked against you for that sort of thing yeah. Now, all that said, right, like, it, it's very clear that you're never going to get there unless that better content, you're, like, pushing for that better content. You yeah. know, you're you're willing to go deeper in, like, look at those more niche things, like, try to find the things that you're actually passionate with. Because there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very passionate people out there, right, that are willing to kind of create this new content, kind of push things forward, kind of add additional value, right? to kind of the overall narrative to a degree. Yeah. Um, you have to demand the better content and you have to put in the effort to seek it out. And that's why you listen to us. Thank you for listening to your small local podcaster. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Independent. <laughs> local. Farm to table. Sure. Farm to table podcasting. I'll have that be part of our bio. Organic. <laughs> Free range. Cage free podcasting. (laughs) None of this has been tested on animals. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. I feel like a bit of an animal here. Oh. (laughs) Things are getting spicy in the podcasting basement. Listen, I've already (laughs) had some beer. I really regret the way I phrased that. (laughs) Maybe that's where we should wrap it. Maybe maybe we're getting loony. I think this is about time for us to be wrapping up this podcast. What? Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Maybe don't listen to the last 30 seconds of that. <laughs> really?
really went off the rails all of a sudden. A <laughs> little bit there. But thank you so much for listening. I, yeah. I, I, I make jokes about, like, thank you for supporting your your independent podcast. But seriously, thank you for listening. Yeah, it thank is, you for listening. We love please, every single uh, one of you. Please, you know, leave a review on iTunes, whatever not. You know, shout us out. Yeah, let and us, we let will us see you next time. Yep. Bye. See ya. See you. Wait. Oh. <laughs>